Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, My Hing Thoughts. And I have, and the, as you can see, I have my uncle Svika back in the show. He was like, his uh, episode we did it before it was very, had a lot of listens and a lot of you guys wanted him back in the show. So I'm reminding him back in the show. So I would like to welcome my uncle Svika back on the show, MTM. Hey, Khazi, happy to be back. I've uh, been listening in the meantime and uh, honored to be brought back for a second time. I'm so excited to have you back and see the journey because, I mean, I never really got the full story from your side, how what how you experienced what happened. I got from, like, my mom and dad and, like, Bobby and Jade, but I never really got it from you, so I'm really excited to have you back on the show. Thanks. Yeah, happy to answer any questions and give you uh, my perspective. Okay, so my first question is going to be, this is before we were born. Um, what were your reactions when you found out our mom was having twins? Because also, I think my dad said, I don't know about you guys, but on my mom's side, they didn't tell what the gender was. So I don't know, did they tell you guys the gender? Did they tell you that it was twins? What was your reaction? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think we knew it was boys, but I'm pretty sure we knew that it was twins. Um, at the time I was learning in Israel for the year after high school. So, you know, I was not as, you know, around for those last couple months, but from what I remember, we definitely knew there were twins, but I don't think we knew, or at least I don't remember if I knew that it was boys or girls. Were you team boy or team girl? I was on team healthy baby, which healthy babies, which yeah. obviously we ended up there, but it was a little scary there for a little you bit. Think one of us was going to be a boy. You were like, I'm team boys, both of them all the way. Yeah, I, I don't think, you know, I don't think we had a preference. We just wanted everyone to be good and happy, yeah. healthy. Of course. Of course. So uh, my next question is going to be, um, so what did you guys call us? Because my mom said in the hospital, they would call us baby A, baby B. Is that what you guys did for us? Yeah. So we were just baby A, baby B until you guys got your names. We, I don't know if you remember, but I was actually in Israel at the time in 2006, right? Um, and so it was a time when we didn't have as, you know, the phones and we weren't as like connected. So like I would have to go to an internet cafe to like check my email, see the pictures that uncle Kenny was sending, you know, Kenny was sending me. Um, and so it was like a lot less connected, like on a day to day. Um, and so it was, you know, more special when we were able to like get an update or hear how you guys were doing. Amazing. So now we're going to jump into like, really what happened so my first so my first question about when we got born what was your reactions finding out we were you know born so early because you know that that like they, the babies need a lot of attention and yeah yeah a lot of support so so, so i remember finding out it was around i want to say rosh hashanah or young kipper yeah before young yeah kipper. which is the, oh, like, you know obviously right for your, the, right yeah after. so for your not some of your listeners that's like the holiest day in the jewish calendar and so it was like a very uh intense day as it is and and then your brother my brother called me your dad and said hey so you you know first thing first you get a mazel tov because 
you know, you have nephews that were born. Um, but then also, you know, kind of at the same time, like we got to keep in, keep them in mind, keep your mom, you know, a lot and, you know, Alana in mind because they were born really early. And so, um, you know, they're in the NICU and we just have to pray that they'll be able to kind of be strong and make it through. You guys were obviously very, very premature. Um, and so, you know, we just prayed and, you know, hope for a miracle and thank God. And we thank God every day that you guys are here and you're with us and you're strong and you're doing great things. Um, so my next question is be, so after find out, we didn't really find out until a while that I'm uh, now a few days that I had hearing loss. So what was your reaction? So, cause like some people say, oh, like the truth, husband, what were you like? Were you shocked? Were you like still like, okay, happy? Like, okay, thank goodness it could be worse. Were you like still healthy and everything? Or were you like, now what? Yeah, so for sure there was, I think, I mean, I'm sure your dad, your parents were dealing with it a lot more intimately, but like every day was kind of like something else. Like, you know, you guys had that, I think like that little surgery, like in, yeah. you know, the, I forgot uh -huh. what it was called. Yeah. Uh, but like, it was kind of like every day you were, they were just kind of like fielding whatever punches they were being thrown and, and you kind of just had to like take the punch and not like you know you couldn't like linger in it because like the next day you guys were still battling every day and so as long as you guys were fighting then whatever you know you guys you know came down with or you know whatever came up we just had to like still be accepting and be overall you know extremely happy and thankful that you were getting better and stronger every day um in terms of the hearing loss specifically i think it was just something that in the moment you probably don't really understand all the nuances. Like you were so little, you weren't talking yet, you know, it wasn't like we could see it or feel it like right away. Um, and we just knew like, okay, you know what, it's going to be, it's going to be a journey for Fezzi to, to deal with that. But, you know, he's got a strong support team at home and, you know, we'll get him the best doctors and, you know, thank God, like the hearing community people, you know, our normal functioning members of society. And we'll just make sure that as he gets the best care and the best, you know, medical devices, whatever he needs so that he can live as, you know, normal life as he can. And, you know, I think you're living proof that you can do it and you can, you know, in spite of any challenges, everybody has them. Like, you know, if you want something bad enough and if you have a good support team, like you can get it done. I mean, um, I like I love that. So my next question is gonna be so I've asked like what if I'm I've had my side do I've had like some other aunts and uncles on the show. What I asked them is do you have like any funny stories like I know you mentioned you and it is at the time, but do you like have any stories or any bad memories you remember of us being in the hospital, like when you came to visit? Because you know, we were there for four months. So did you come back and see Yeah. So I think one of the earliest times I or the first time I probably held and saw you guys um it must have been around like you were definitely living at home already you were living I'm pretty sure I want to say either in the Heights Washington Heights or Riverdale and I just remember like I came with Mike Uncle Mike we came for like a short little visit I think he was already seeing you guys more regularly because he was in New York but you know we just each like 
for holding one of you guys and just kind of hanging out in the apartment and uh, just like kind of amazed that like these little, you know, babies that I was seeing pictures on uh, in Israel, like as, you know, like so, so small were already, you know, on the path to being, you know, normal big kids. And so for me, it was kind of just like holding you guys was like, wow, like, thank God, like we were really hoping and praying for this miracle every day. And um, you guys made it. So we're, we were just like, so thankful more than anything. So um, my next question is going to be, what is your point of view to us? Because you, you know, as me, as enough, you, you have, you know, you understand, even though you don't have it, you understand what it's like to have in loss. Cause you, you know, you have me as a nephew and you know, that I have all these plates and everything. But now, now more than like, if you ever hear hearing loss, or if there's ever talk about it, like how do you react to it? What do you think of hearing loss now? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that in so many ways, like it's, it's just become in a really good way, like so normalized and it's, and it, there's nothing bad you know, someone with hearing loss can do, you know, thank God. And there's so many different tools and, um, you know, modern technology that allows you guys, you know, when I say you guys, I mean like the hearing loss community to have like a pretty seamless transition and, and live, you know, with everyone and kind of not have to be like cast aside or, you know, limited in what you want to do, like in terms of like, education or sports like there's so many ways that the hearing loss community is now just you know regular part of the community and that's like a great thing and I think anytime I see you know somebody you know even if I'm at the market or if I'm uh, like you know just walking on the street I see someone with like a cochlear implant or or a hearing aid I just like kind of like in my own head I'm like saying like you know nice like you know we're like yeah. I, my nephew has cochlear implants and like and just like it makes me happy to see that like something that probably for people like 20 30 years ago was like something that it was really hard to overcome and like maybe they had to like sacrifice their goals or their their life you know vision because there wasn't a lot of resources for them like now you know you're out here making a podcast you know like that's you know you're doing music like these are all things that like because of like modern technology and just you know the way that everyone is accepting is something that you know is a great thing and you know you guys are just like everyone else so why not thank you you yeah. know have all the same opportunity yeah thank you so my last question is going to be how do you help those breaking down the bill to last because last time when I had you and so you were like explaining the barrier and like how there's no limits and now you can do anything you want but now like how do you help somebody hearing loss even though if you don't get a chance a lot like what would you do to help like what are your process steps like someone who has yeah loss, what are your process what are the steps you would do honestly like I don't I wish I would do more like I I think probably the one thing that I would say to do and like if you know, my, I have kids in school. Like if I, you know, I think the way I would talk about it with them is like, Hey, if you see someone with like a hearing aid or this, you know, or a hearing, a cochlear implant, like, you know, I would say number one, it's like, it's okay to ask questions. Like you're not like a lot of times, like those, 
you know, people with hearing loss want to explain their situation just so you know it, you know, so you can understand, you know, um, like what their limits are. Like, hey, do you you prefer that I like talk to you, like looking right at you or like, you know, like just trying to learn like different ways that you can be like accommodating in a way that like everybody feels like, you know, welcome. Um, And I would just say, that yeah i mean it's just about like continuing to make people affected with hearing loss like you know just feel like they're just like everybody else and you know the same way you might go out of your way to help somebody who you see is having trouble with you know i don't know anything like you know literally anything i think the same kind of like compassion and curiosity is, is if it's healthy like it's okay like i think you know people want to be like included and if you know you take the time to learn about their story and you know i think that that will go a long way just to making them feel like you know it's not like an elephant in the room it's not something to be ashamed of like that's it's just you know this is their reality and this is what they have to deal with and so it's just a way to like empathize and understand more and from understanding like you know only good things are going to happen yeah, um, I totally agree with that 100%. Um, so that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much again, Oksvika, for being on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. I guess, you know, you've been asking me a lot of questions. Um, like, what about you? What have you been up to in the last couple months since um, we last talked on the pod? I'm working on writing some new songs and I'm working on school. Um, you know, I'm working on the future. I'm doing my best. Yona, I want to say hi. We're doing the podcast. Awesome, man. That sounds great. Thank you. You're on a shy. Where's Daddy's other computer? He's out. Uh, over there. What's up, John? What's up? Anyway, yeah, thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast again. All right, man. Looking forward to number time number three in a couple months. Number three. Thank you. Don't be a stranger. Bye. Bye. Love you, man. Bye. All right, guys, that is the end of this episode. Before we end, though, please, please, please stay for the shout-out. So this week's shout-out goes to all the kids who understand it. Like, if you, if they've been through those kids that have disabilities, they went to seeds, um, they went through a C-section, or they went and nick you, like me and my twin brother, God, we all have disabilities. All these kids who've been through rough times, and they get through it, that, the shout-out is for you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Please, please, please follow, hit the bell, rate, drop a review, share, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.